Hey, Wedding Confessionals listeners, it's Brooke just popping in early to remind you guys that this is actually part two of our convo with Julio. So um, if you haven't listened to his actual interview, hit pause and go back to episode 121 so you can hear his adorable story about how he met Anna D. It's a really great follow-up to our conversation we had with her a few weeks ago. Um, And if you have already listened, well, I'm continuing listening to this now. Okay, I'll stop rambling. Let's uh, play the theme song. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. So are you guys ready to bust into some confessionals? Yes. Absolutely. Dying to know Julio's perspective. Oh, I know. Yeah. The... I love a straight male perspective in this place because we don't get it that often. And um, also, I just feel like he's got a big heart and he's sensitive, unlike Pam, who's tough and cold. I'm just kidding. <laughs> cold as ice. <laughs> um, so um, if you are new to the show, the way confessionals work are um, you can submit them anonymously via email, voicemail, or our little form on our website. And we um, we never reveal your name. Mm-mm. It's always secretive. We're here. It's a circle of trust. <laughs> circle of trust. Um, so uh, Pammy... We always make you go first. And also, Pammy picks them out, and I have begged her always to give herself the longest one, and she has. I do this just for you, Brooke. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) You want to go? Let's do it. All right. Dear Wedding Confessionals, what do I do? My fiancé and I were both raised Catholic, and his parents have always been very involved in the church. He and I are both a little disillusioned by Catholicism, and I have family members who used to be very devout, but were deeply hurt by different events. For example, my cousin, who is gay, was effectively kicked out, and my aunt was gravely disrespected by the priest who was serving her mother's funeral. It has been painful for the whole family, and I do not believe my family members and I would feel welcome should I get married in a Catholic church. It has become very important to me to get married in a church that is accepting and welcoming to others, and my fiancé and I found the perfect place. It is still a Christian faith, and we were so excited to hear about how their values aligned with ours. However... This has put my fiancé's relationship with his mother in jeopardy because she wants a Catholic ceremony so badly. My future mother-in-law is an alcoholic who has been doing better until we told her we were not going to have a Catholic ceremony. She fell off the wagon and started drinking heavily again. She got into a horrible fight with my fiancé that caused both of them to say hurtful things and drag up old issues in their relationship. While my fiancé was in... It has a complicated relationship with his mother. I know it's still hurting him. I can't bring myself to get married in a Catholic church, but I don't want to cause any harm to my future mother-in-law. I know that in her mind, she just wants what's best for her son, but should that excuse the hurtful things she said? Am I the jerk for not sucking it up and just having a Catholic wedding? What can I do to minimize the damage? From Religion is Complicated in South Carolina. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. This is, this is, uh, this is a hot, hot. topic. Yeah. Um, 
we were discussing beforehand, and we know from Anna D's conversation that you were raised Catholic, yep. correct? Yes, I yes. was as well. My parents every every weekend still in church. Okay, yep. so we can sort of relate. Are you currently uh, involved in a church? I am not. Okay, either am I. So I feel like we are kind of seen from her perspective. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we got two people that can sort of see from your perspective, yep. and especially like family members. Um, I mean. Religion is always, there's a reason why, you know, they say like in social settings, like this isn't the topic you want to dive into because it's very sensitive to some people and some people it's really a priority and other people not at all. And it sounds like here we have a mother-in-law, future mother-in-law, very, very important. And to you guys, it seems, it seems like your faith is important to you. The fact that you found a church that aligns with your values, which I think is wonderful. I agree. Um, so that that's a positive that you're not still like looking and trying to figure it out. You in your mind have come to the conclusion. So I guess the question to start off is, should she stay with the church she's figured out works for her or should she choose a Catholic church? It's your wedding. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah I, it really I, is. I agree. Pammy. I third. Yeah, yeah I it's think, your wedding. <sighs> I speak coming from a Catholic family. My mom would have loved me to have gotten married in a Catholic church. We didn't do that. We got married in a castle. And my mom's happy that we got married in a castle because I have a wonderful woman to share my life with now. That is the important part. Um, falling off the wagon, that's that sucks. That's horrible. But it's don't take responsibility for somebody else's problems in that regard. I mean, it's you have a wedding to worry about. You have a life to plan with your future husband. You guys have to be on the same page. Um, and you can't live for other people. Solid advice, Pammy. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think Julia said it best. You, it's your wedding, and you you. I think you have the backup of you know you've done due diligence. You found a church that works for you and yep. your husband, and and I think that's what matters. Um, and. I say be strong and go with it. I don't think that even it sounds like so much of this is complicated. So I think even if you did get married in a Catholic church, that's not going to solve the problems for the future with your mother. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, you know, again, like you, I have a lot of family members are like really religious. Mm -hmm. My grandfather was a a Baptist minister and a Navy chaplain. So I, I totally like get where you're coming from, but also I remember correctly, specifically when you're getting married in the Catholic Church, like it's not like you just sign up. No, you no. have to meet you with the class. priest. Mm-hmm. You have to if you're not already like yep. actually like gone through CCD and all the confirmation. Stuff. Exactly. You have to go through all this process, all the confirmation that. and sacraments. Uh, right. Yep. You have to go through the sacraments to be considered a Catholic. Yep. Then to get married in the Catholic Church. It's not just a casual thing. Now, it sounds like because you guys were raised Catholic, you already checked all those boxes technically. But I'm sh- pretty sure if you were to have a casual conversation with with a priest who would be the one like being the actual officiant at your wedding. Yep. If you just openly told him, hey, we're not really sure if we're into Catholicism, we have a lot of issues with X, Y, and Z, there's a good chance they don't want you to get married Absolutely. in your church. That's true. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they also, your views should align with their views. Yep. I mean, you are representing, you know, they're representing their church. They might not feel comfortable officiating that yep. sort of a ceremony. You know, so not only like you should also take into account the actual church. And it sounds like 
you know, we're dealing with a lot of historical like family stuff and that's fine. But there are other people besides it sounds like just this one person has a problem with it. I think that you mentioning the other family members that have been hurt in the situation that feel like they have been excluded or having some sort of issue morally with it. That does matter. And it seems like that's weighed on you as well in your own personal life, but also in choosing this situation. So I don't think you're a jerk for choosing the Catholic or choosing the other church. I don't think that you're being rude to your mother-in-law. Unfortunately, it sounds like having a a calm conversation about this is hard. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you really want her to know your point of view, potentially a letter or an email so it's something where she cannot interrupt and mm-hmm. cannot scream and you could maybe and maybe it's not really you because this is your mother-in-law maybe yeah. it's your your fiance fiance but he sounds mm-hmm. like he has voiced his point of view maybe not in the best way because we're getting to yelling but you know it's fine um also just to point out i know we've said it before but you know if we're dealing with a mother-in-law that has issues with alcoholism and now you know your husband or soon to be husband is now having to kind of deal with that and probably has dealt with this for years it sounds like Al-Anon is a great resource it is for close family and close friends of somebody who is struggling with alcoholism you know you don't want to end up in a codependent situation it sounds like your fiance is doing his best to avoid that but maybe they would also have some good talking points to bring up but yeah i don't think that Mm -hmm. you should feel any guilt for her falling off the wagon there's lots of you know triggers that that can be due to i don't think that you getting married in a specific church is it's fair to to put that blame on you totally yep Also, when you're thinking about, you know, obviously getting married, it's that one thing, it's that one moment. But in general, you're thinking about life patterns with relationships with people. Let's say the scenario where you choose the Catholic church and you give in, right? Okay, what happens when you have a baby? Mm -hmm. Is a grandma going to want you to baptize the baby in the Catholic church? Absolutely. Are we going to have the same fight three years from now? You know what I mean? What if someone, you know, God forbid, dies? Are we supposed to have the funeral in the Catholic? You know what yeah. I mean? This is not going to come up once. It's, yeah, it's not going away. It's not a single issue. <laughs> right. And yeah. also, you know, it sounds like, you, like you said, you found this church with the Christian faith. It's potentially also, if you start actually becoming a member of that congregation, yeah. you should not feel guilty about that. No. It's America, man. <laughs> freedom of religion nope. um no i think that i think trying to lead with kindness with her but like yeah do what you want man um all uh, oh, we like to end on a positive note let's give a shout out to the lovely fiance and it sounds like a lot of other very supportive people don't let this one lady ruin the vibe no don't it's your wedding yeah have fun with it enjoy it let us know how it goes yes we really hope you choose the option that we all talked about shout out to them the one that works best for you yes sounds like it's an environment that you feel comfortable in. you should feel comfortable on your wedding day yes you should be stuck in a place that don't makes you feel add awkward. extra stress yeah Mm-mm. pick the place that you like vibe with and you have happy thoughts with and you feel like everyone's really comfortable with Psh, do your thing if you're not happy how the heck are your guests supposed to be happy i mean honestly julio has spoken Yep. (laughs) (laughs) On to the next one. All right. Also, a Catholic in South Carolina. Again, I'm shocked. Baptist, right? Right. Because they're really usually Baptist down there, maybe a little Methodist. Because, again, I was a Catholic in the South, and there aren't that many of us. So There you go. You peeps. Um, Okay. Number two. Hey, wedding confessionals. I'm very curious to know your thoughts and experience around the hotly debated topic of tipping vendors at your wedding. 
In general, I understand in restaurants how tipping is a necessary evil, but I'm wondering how that plays out for weddings. On the one hand, you hired these vendors, got quotes, and agreed to a price for the goods and the services they set. So tipping seems silly when you are already paying so much for your wedding, especially when the vendors are responsible for setting their own prices. On the other hand, of course, it's always a kind gesture to tip, especially if they do a good job. I feel like as a wedding couple, you often won't see if your vendors just showed up or did what they agreed to or if they really went above and beyond for you. So the big question, do you need to tip? Should you tip? Is it fine to not tip? And if you do slash should tip, then who do you have to tip and who do you not have to tip? Sincerely, to tip or not to tip. (laughs) You did really good reading that, Brooke. Woo! That's a lot of tips. I'm glad we did this once over. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's a highlight afterwards. Wait, did she, is this part of the, the, the confessional? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know if you wrote this in because there's a highlight and it's all caps and says, please read after giving your initial thoughts. Okay, so I don't read it yet? Not yet. Okay, putting this down. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I like that the, that the confessioner is a little bossy. They're like, do this first and then <laughs> read this part. She's producing it. I like it. I like it. You're or aggressive. He. You're a type A. We, yes. We, we see that. We I acknowledge feel it. Yep. We are the same. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to turn this over so I don't read the rest. Um, okay, tipping. Oh, well, I mean, hello. You just got married. What'd you do? It was a blind uh, whirlwind of a, an experience. I don't recall if we actually tipped people there. I don't. I, I. I. think it may have happened afterwards as a as a whole, but I, I, off the top of my head, that was like the last thing I was thinking about. Let me think. I know we settled it up after the wedding, but I don't recall who or how that was divided up. I just don't. I. I, I fear we may have leaned on our wedding planner to help us with that, but I don't recall. That's a good mm. point. Yeah. Okay, Pammy. I. I. Don't remember. I mean, this also was 12 years ago, so I really don't remember. However, I feel like like we did. I feel like, you know, what you're saying is if they did a good job, but then you do it. Yes, they set the prices, but this is also you're dealing with, you know, food, which is an industry that is tipping. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, all the servers and whatnot, they, you know, it's the same. They're They're making a set price, but you know, it's also nice to to add a little extra if they went above and beyond and made your day extra special. So um, two points I want to make. One is that the weekend that I'm getting married or the week of because we got married on the other side of the country. Mm -hmm. So we're going to leave the next morning. Mm -hmm. My husband and I are my fiance at the time. Actually, no, we had already secretly gotten married. So here's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) So we um, are leaving the next day. I tell him, make sure you go to the ATM and get out cash because we're going to be dealing with like tipping and traveling, like get get it all sorted out. I'm going to go to the ATM, but you go because you know, it's always like a $500 limit. limit. Right, right. So I thought you go because I went the day before that way we've got like $1,000 cash ready to go. I'm ready to deal with the tipping situation. So the next morning, this is like before Uber. Oh my God, so long ago. So we took a (laughs) cab to the airport, right? We get to the airport and I'm hopping out ready to deal with like luggage. And I'm like dealing with the sky cap person. Mm -hmm. And I say, I say to my new husband, babe, you take care of the cab. I'm going to get started on the luggage because we have a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Fucking married. I'm dealing with the sky cap, tap, tap, tap my shoulder. And it's my husband going, I need more money. And I'm like, what? what do you mean you need more money? 
Like, wait, how do you not? And at that point, I don't have time to really debate about it. You know, like <laughs> we're in the middle of LAX. Yeah, yeah. There's a cab. There's the sky cap. There's luggage. There's chaos. Like, whatever. Here's some cash. Boom, boom, boom. So we finally get to and we're, you know, waiting at the gate. And we're finally kind of quiet for a minute. And I turned to him. I was like, why did you need cash from me getting out of the cab? And he's like, we didn't have any more money. And I'm like, I thought you went to the ATM the day before. And he's like, I did. It's like, how much money did you blow? You know how much money my husband got out of the ATM the day before? Oh, no. $60. $60. The man, even if we're not getting married, we're traveling for a week. Like getting on planes and like we're going to restaurant like and this is like like credit cards were yeah but a lot of restaurants smaller places they don't accept them. Did he type six hundred? No, he knew he was getting out sixty. Hmm. He is a frugal <laughs> man, and it's great because we're never going to be broke. <laughs> we'll always live like we are. <laughs> so anyway, we got to the Aww. ATM, and then we had to pay like a fee because now we're not our bank isn't here, and you got to get more cash. Anyway, so. <laughs> One, I thought about tipping. I already you knew did. I was going to tip. Yes. But I will say I am a little bit skewed on what to do when it comes to tipping because my brother was a cater waiter for years. Oh. And my close friend, Adam Rose, who's been on the yes. show, was a cater waiter for years. And I was a waitress at one point and a bartender. I over tip everywhere I go. Mm. I tip like I'm a famous person and everyone's going to talk shit mm. about me on the internet if I don't tip. So I need you to know that I am a baller when it comes to tipping. I'm always tipping. You've been on the other side. Yeah. yeah, and I will say caterers specifically. That's a hard. It's like it's waiting hard. tables. Yeah. yeah, but like a grunt version of it. It's tough, yeah. and people are rude, and they oh. don't care because they're not paying for anything. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean. And then you're dealing with every other like vendor that you're dealing with. They are dealing with so much shit. Yeah. I will say, if you can look at the price and just round up twenty percent, and know that's the real price. In my opinion, I'd be tipping. I just be tipping, but that's just me. Listen, I also know if you're on a budget or if you really are trying to map this out and you feel like, you know, like, what is this? I think you can just flat out ask the vendor. Angry. Do yeah. I need to include tip into this? Is it customary that they tip? Because here's the thing. It's not tacky. You're already talking about money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're already in the money conversation. Everything's available. And I think if they're smart, they're going to be like, well, usually be, if they politely say, well, you know, if you want to, that means you, you should be yes. tipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they really are people that are depending on those tips exactly. as, and they expect a certain amount. And if they don't get it, it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to, you know, do less this week with my own personal finances. So in my opinion, ooh, I want you to tip a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I do understand that I come from a skewed point because the close people in my life were in these, in these, uh, these roles these roles yes thank you i forgot the word i'm like position jobs (laughs) any of these words would have worked but instead i just gestured my arms and scratched my head (laughs) (laughs) flapped him around it's all good it's fine gesturing works on podcasts right that's helpful nobody knows (laughs) they can't see it (laughs) so would you now knowing would you potentially tip because i'm the one that you guys mostly said i don't know would you tip if you think about it i would tip no, no. I, I mean, I feel like I did. I mean, I feel like I tipped the the DJ. Um, the photographer was a friend of ours, so that was already kind of a, a deal. Um, and definitely, do you tip a florist? I, I mean, because they're delivering somebody delivering. Do you tip a delivery guy? 
It depends on what they're doing. So like mine was, I mean, they just dropped out. I had, I spent, I think a total of $500 on my flowers because it was mostly rose petals, which I put out, not, they didn't do that. So, I mean, I think it also, it just depends on the size of your wedding, the amount of work people are doing. I think just already calculating that in is a good idea because then you're not surprised at yeah. the end. So I think that's a really good piece of advice to, to do. But I, I remember, I mean, definitely the caterer and the DJ, uh, you know, I don't, I didn't have any other vendors really. I don't think I tipped my photographer. I don't think I did that. I don't. Yeah, my mother, I know I didn't I take because that back. My mother-in-law paid for the photography, so I wouldn't oh, that's know. That's right. I bet she didn't know. Let's be real. She doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think of the general ro- roles of venue. Venue is just a, if it's just a flat space, probably not. Yeah. But if it's like, if they're including catering, then you need to start tipping for the food at least. Mm-hmm. Bartenders, that kind of Bartenders, stuff. Again, yep. if these are people that if they weren't working here, they'd be working in a That's restaurant. Yeah. That's right. Um, flowered, if there's delivery, probably. But if not, no. Well, if there's a lot of setup and, yeah. you know, then yeah. Yeah, forget it. Go back to my old thing. Baller. 20. Ball it out. 20 across the board. <laughs> Also, I love all of our international listeners are like, you dumb Americans. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you guys get used to this. Mm-hmm. This is what we do here. It's stupid. I know. But it's what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. They, keep in mind, there is somebody on the receiving end that genuinely this is their income. I know it's hard because you're dealing with your own personal finances on your end paying for this. But there is a person on the other end doing labor. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. There you go. Tip like a baller. All right. You want In a re- restaurant. Boom. Do you want to read your bonus question? Sure. Fuck. Please read after giving your initial thoughts. I genuinely have heartburn. I feel like I'm going to get yelled at. Okay. Would love your thoughts first, but as an addendum, one of my friends didn't tip all of her vendors. For some of them, like the photographer, she made a point to send personal thank you emails and or highly rated reviews whenever she could find their business listed to help them more. Thoughts on this approach instead of cash tips? I don't think that makes up for money, honey. Especially because the vendor is different than the people doing the work. That's a good point. Now I got to know about the photographer thing, guys. Anyone out there, please let us know. Did you tip your photographer? Because that's the one that I'm a question mark on. Yeah. I mean. You don't know? It was a gift. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Two gifts. I know. Two gifts and a friend. God damn, guys. Yes, please let us know. Women will reach out. We are hoping to have a wedding photographer on soon. It's going to be one of the questions. Now it has to be. Yeah. But I feel like they're like flat. If it's just a person. I don't know now. It's labor, though. We just said labor. It is labor. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. 20. 20. 20. Back to it. Back to it. Baller. (laughs) Baller. Tip like you're a celebrity. Yes. And everyone knows who you are, and they're going to talk shit about you on Twitter if you don't. It's true. <laughs> All right. Julio. Hi, Brooke, Pam, and guest, or Julio. Yes. <laughs> I've been engaged for a year and a half now, and the day's closely approaching. I'm trying to get my fiance to be more involved in the planning so he doesn't just show up at a wedding where he has no idea what's going on. We've been fighting and going around in circles, and he doesn't listen to me or try to contribute with ideas. How do I get him to be more involved, or should I just give up and plan it on my own? He's a serial procrastinator and is driving me insane. Help. Planning on my own. Planning on my own. I think you said it already. 
You signed it, girl. Planning on my own. If he's a serial procrastinator and you're signing, planning on my own, I think we all know the answer to this one already. <laughs> I love a streak. I just straight to the point. I know. Straight to the point. Man <laughs> so you speak. say, just do it. Just Absolutely. It. This uh, To expect, you just ended. He's a serial procrastinator. That's the last thing I know about this dude. If he's a serial <laughs> procrastinator and you're expecting him to change gears specifically for the wedding, and then after, say, he does change these gears... The next thing you have to do, he's not involved and you're frustrated again? No. This is this is setting you up for frustration and failure of expectation. No. Talk, be open, be on the same page. If you're cool with him being a serial procrastinator and not getting involved, that's how it's going to be. If you're not, you guys have some things to address before you get married. Yes. Wow. Mic drop. Boom. Don't yep. drop the mics. I want to pay for new ones. <laughs> <laughs> or the budget. I have a cheap husband, as we discussed. <laughs> <laughs> Pammy, what do you think? A hundred percent. I think that, yeah, I think you know who you're marrying. Mm-hmm. And, and the line where you said he's a serial procrastinator and it's driving me insane Then you need to let that go because you're going to just continue to be going insane trying to, you know, herd cats as we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. You you know, it's not going to change. So plan it. You can let him know what's going on so that he can be not showing up to a wedding that he doesn't know and, you know, make sure he knows the the address of the venue and that good stuff. And and you know what? I just thought of something. And if it's really that important that he has some involvement – limit that involvement give him two tasks say do this and do that that's your entire involvement that's all i need and one of those tasks that you don't even need just keep that in mind that, that one's gonna be thrown away just just give him two and plan on one yeah i think that on top of what julio is saying if you want him more involved maybe it's just him physically going with yeah. you to do certain things. Uh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes just being present and being just yeah. the sidekick, even if he doesn't really care, you know, it's, and that's something that you guys are talking about. Like if this is his personality, you're not going to change his personality. Nope. If he's not interested Mm-mm. in this kind of stuff, then he's not, you know, you, you can't tiger stripes. That, what's yep. the thing? The no, tiger, you can't true. change the tiger, tiger stripes. Stripe. Right. Okay. You, this is who you fell in love with. And the other thing is that I feel like weddings in general are usually the first time you're really confronted with certain things about your new life partner. Yep. Yes. And you have to sort of either figure it out or not figure it out. No, but, you need to figure this well, out. I mean, like, or you break up. Yeah. But, but I mean, because some people do in the, you know, during the wedding planning, planning process, they realize, yes. oh, not the this is not it. Yep. But for the most part, if you love the person and this is just their personality and this is just what they're interested in, you navigate around it. Here's an example for you personally. My husband is terrible at planning vacations. He is terrible at planning dates. He is wonderful on a vacation. He is wonderful on a date. He cannot plan them to save his life. He's <laughs> terrible at it. It doesn't mean he doesn't like romantic dates. He just doesn't know what to do. You give him the Yelp app and he just gets all nervous. <laughs> Even like, babe, where do you want to go to go to dinner tonight? He's just like a blank face. He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's a very smart, wonderful man. This is a quirk in him. Early on in the relationship, I realized you cannot help me with a vacation. You were useless. (laughs) Yeah. If I do it, it takes the stress off of, you know, the the tension between us. I get exactly what I want. And he has a good time. The other perspective, I think you need to kind of turn this around because you're seeing this as like a guy who's not helping. He's procrastinating and you're angry. 
think about it this way. You get to have exactly what you want. Yep. Yes. Do you know how many people would dream for this scenario? The people we've read about the groomzillas mm. that are way too involved. Chocolate mm. cake. Right. 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 You get to choose the cake flavor. How many tears you get? You get to choose everything. There are so many people listening right now to this podcast that are jealous of you. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. It can be a plus. It doesn't have to be a minus. Feature not a bug. Yep. <laughs> also, it's going to come up a thousand times. It sounds like if he's a procrastinator about this kind of stuff, he probably doesn't want to plan vacations. He might not be the best about getting the taxes done. And you either need to figure this out and how you're going to navigate gonna do it. it. Mm-hmm. And it might be that you're just the bull that drags the, you know what I mean? You're just the one pushing forward. I'm the pushy one in my relationship. Everybody has their strengths and weaknesses. Yes. It's true. If, he's, if you feel like he's checked out because he doesn't want to get married to you. That's a different thing. That's a different topic. Yeah, write us back on that one. Yes. But That's if he's different. just checked out because this just bores him. Not his him, thing? Yeah. Yeah. And do we wish he would be more involved? Sure. I wish my husband liked rom-coms and we could watch them together. It's never going to happen. No. Was, do you, does do your husband watch rom-coms? Hell no. Julio? I will watch them, but I will not seek them out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You, you know, you fall in love with who you fall in love with and you have to kind of work it out. I do think, though, if you just kind of mentally switch it around, I think you'll be much happier. Agreed. You're and, in control, girl. And, Do and, it. And tasting cake, that's an easy job. Yes. Drag him one. to go yeah. taste easy some ones. cakes. Yep. Let him go, no, I like yeah, carrot. And be like, like, we're not having carrot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Also, use this as an opportunity to do other things with friends that really like weddings. Yeah. Good call. You know, that's what, you know, potentially your bridal party's for. Bridal party, yeah. Family. Anybody, that, like, a wedding enthusiast like Pam and me are. I'm not saying call us to help. I mean, <laughs> if you need us to help taste some cakes, look at a Trace venue. My arm. Right. We're going to push that you tip. <laughs> 20%. 20%. Uh, all right. We did it. That's it. Wow. Uh-huh. Awesome. That's all of them. Are you guys ready to get into some bridal breaks? Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so bridal breaks are um, not only for brides, but also grooms of suggestions we give that have nothing to do with wedding planning so that you can stop stressing about tipping and your stressful fiance <laughs> and your stressful mother-in-law and enjoy your life and enjoy the world around you, potentially enjoy a beverage. Mm-hmm. Pammy usually likes to give us a lovely cocktail. We I are I, I'm really interested now because like we're post St. Patrick's Day. Yes. But now we're spring, but we're still I, like I'm wondering where you're going to go. Well, <laughs> I, I picked this one because of the name. It made me laugh. I found it on shakedrinkrepeat.com okay. and it's called Drunk Bunny. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a peep. It's got a peep on top. <laughs> And it's really, I mean, it's very me. It's it's strawberry lemonade and Malibu rum. Like, whoa, that's got to be sweet. Wow. But, that's very you. But then you put a peep on top and then, you know, strawberry and a little chunk of lemonade and you've got your drunk bunny. I love it. <laughs> I love um, now that peeps have branched out to all different flavors and, t- yes. and like the little fixture or the su- not fixtures, what shapes, the words shapes, guys. <laughs> the different shapes they come in now. It used to just be a bird. Now you get a bunny. Bunnies, yeah. And they, I feel like they did one other one I've been seeing. I don't actually eat peeps. I just no. like to They'll look at them. They'll do ghosts during Halloween. Do you like a peep? I do not. Julio? Not a peep for me. Does anybody eat a peep? I 
I knew I had a a friend I had a friend who used to get peeps she would poke a hole in it so they would go stale and then she would eat it they had to be like Stale. stale peeps yes gross yeah, that's that's pretty rough. It's like I imagine it probably. T- you know what though? I take that back. I bet it tastes like one of the marshmallows from like a Lucky Charms. Yeah, like that dried kind of. Are those technically marshmallows? I, I mean, that's what they say on the box, but uh, who fucking knows? <laughs> but you're adding a little milk, so again, you're rehydrating oh, it in the you know in the bowl. Right. Yeah, Peeps. I want to like them, and as a kid, I felt embarrassed that I didn't like them because I felt like it was Easter. You're supposed to like a peep. No. But I was always like, they're in my basket. And I'm like, oh, I'm not eating this shit. <laughs> and I like marshmallows, which uh, is weird. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm medium on marshmallows. I can I can do a marshmallow much more than But I don't like fondant and I don't like peeps. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, fondant's weird. I know, but it's marshmallow. Anyway, but this drink, though. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Peep Talk, guys. Drunk Bunny. <laughs> Drunk Bunny. Drunk Bunny is a good name. That's a good <laughs> name. Um, okay, so I'm really interested to see what Julio says because all the guests always are kind of all over the place. They are. Julio, what is your bridal work for the week? I uh, saw a movie just very recently and I thoroughly enjoyed it The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, I know that we've had a lot of Batman movies, but um i'm a big fan and it is very close probably the closest to um, a lot of the comics that i grew up with year one year two it was taken in a very real world scenario not a lot of fantastic stuff no super people per se um and it's structured very much like a serial killer detective story uh it just happens that batman is the detective oh interesting is it okay i'm a baby is it scary? Uh, it's creepy more than scary. Okay. It's creepy more than scary. There is a serial killer hunting out corrupt officials and targeting them and wanting to be partners with the Batman. Interesting. Oh. The Batman. Because that's the difference in the title. Uh, the Batman. The Batman. Okay. And how was Robert Patterson? Is- he was fantastic. Yeah? I mean, I've, I've come to really like him a lot. Um, I saw him in something called The Lighthouse. It's a black and white film with William Dafoe. We could see it on Amazon now, and it was fantastic. I think it's like one steady camera. It's in black and white, and these two guys in the lighthouse getting drunk and going crazy. And I mean, <laughs> seriously, and it's fantastic. It's just the performances alone. Bonus bridal break. Yeah, yep. seriously. But uh, he did a fantastic <laughs> job in this as well. Um, there's no Bruce Wayne yet. I mean, he is Bruce Wayne, but there's no Bruce Wayne. Everybody who's seen Batman before knows Batman's the big scary dude in the costume, and Bruce Wayne is this suave playboy guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the cool parties. He doesn't exist yet. Oh. This oh. is a damaged, a damaged, messed up individual who doesn't give a darn about any of the Wayne stuff. He's got one mission only. And throughout the course of the film, he realizes that single-mindedness, that, that focus of vengeance alone, is inspiring more criminals than he even realized. So Ooh. he has to shift oh. tonally from being vengeance to try and be hope and a hero. And you see that throughout the movie. So it's it's really well done. It's really well done. Wow. I like it. All a right. hopeful Batman. A hopeful Batman. That is rare. Yeah. <laughs> I really wasn't sure if I was going to see it, but now I'm really interested. Yeah, there, there's a scene you'll probably see in the, in the commercials that I thought was very interesting because it's not something you usually see. It's Batman with a flare walking in front of a crowd of people leading them out of danger. And it's a very different thing than him just beating somebody up. No, here he's actually <laughs> saving and... and, and providing help he's not just doing his own mission which was very cool uh acted thoroughly well across the board all of them did a fantastic job zoe kravitz was fantastic and i really liked yeah. um uh colin farrell was unrecognizable 
That really? Guy, oh my goodness! I I'm gonna pull up a picture so you can see him. Okay. I know it's not gonna help our podcast people, but uh, that's fine. He has so much He's makeup on. He's usually handsome. You'd never mm-hmm. guess. Oh, they uggo him up. I'm oh, not seeing it then. Hotties only. Penguin. <laughs> Doesn't look like the same guy. Fantastic. I mean, straight through everything on there. It was a little long. It was almost three hours. Three hours? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it went by quickly. And... Pee before you begin. Pam oh, yes. can't last that long. No. You getting up in the middle? Yeah, probably. Getting up twice? Pro- Maybe just once. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's Colin Farrell. <laughs> no way. That's Colin Farrell and the Batman. Wow. Yep. And he's apparently done so well and was so well received that there's rumors he's going to have an HBO Max series now, too. On that, with that character? Same character. God, that's, wow. a lot of, that's a lot of work to get him to look like that. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it took hours and hours. But he doesn't even sound like himself because, you know, he's got his accent. No. Just sounds like a <laughs> American criminal. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> the Batman. The, the Batman. Batman. Which is I out in theaters it. now. Yes. And okay. we'll be on HBO uh, in April, I believe. Mid-month. Oh, cool. April 18th okay. or so. so. Right on. Streaming soon. Yes. At a home near you. Comic there you geek. Go. Um, I also have a streaming movie. Cool. Um, it is from Amazon Prime. As usual, the algorithms pop something up and they're like, beep, beep, boop, boop, Brooke, you'd like this. And I'm like, okay, robot. And once again, the robot was right. <laughs> yeah, robot so my robot, you. yeah, my robot friend, we're tight, we're close. Um, it's a movie called I Want You Back. It stars Charlie Day, who is in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. um, and Jenny Slate, who's been in a ton of stuff. She's like a comedic. I love her. Yeah. Anyway, so it's the two of them. They both get dumped, and they just happen to like work in the same office building and are like spotted both kind of like crying over their breakups <laughs> and commiserate and decide to try to help each other get each other's relationships back together. Oh, wow. And then obviously they become like buddies in the meantime. So really funny, like overall movie to begin with, but also kind of a rom-com. Yeah. And the, and the pacing's really good. And they're both just so funny to begin with. And it's just one of those movies that... I mean, you know, the whole time you're like, is this you know, like you're like anticipating all these cringy scenarios they've accidentally put themselves in. Right. But I mean, we watched it, I think, on like a Saturday night, like just like hanging in for the night. And it's a perfect like hang in. I mean, like quasi rom-com kind of buddy comedy. But I highly recommend it. Um, I want you back on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Love it. And that is all our bridal breaks. You're not doing two today? Well, he did two. Okay. I guess I did, huh? Yes, yeah. I did two. I got to like save up. I got to like watch more things. <laughs> <laughs> um, Julio, thank you for coming on the yes. podcast. It has been my pleasure. I, I I almost enjoyed doing this as I do listening to you guys. So Aww, keep it up. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Julio, um, I mentioned before we started recording, is there anything that you want to plug? And you had a great answer. Absolutely. Backup Boutique for all of your data storage needs. Um, I absolutely, that's the way to go. Um, so yeah, he's pumping his uh, his wife's business. Yes. It's a good man. It's, yes. If, if you're in IT in post-production or a production, and you need something that goes in a camera or an editing bay. We are the people to talk to. Love it. It's true. We will link all of that in our show notes, as always. Um, speaking of uh, pumping up yourself and give everyone information about what you um, have to offer, Pamela, we need to tell everyone all the different ways that you can find the Wedding Confessional podcast. Yes. We like to do that in the form of a quiz. 
And I say we loosely. It's yes. mostly me. Yeah. I just started doing it and you just politely went along with it, which is not in your personality. To Sometimes. just politely just let it. Okay, I guess I'll just get stepped over. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go along with this torture. Um, Pammy, grab my clipboard. Clicky pen. Oh, I have a pen over here. Yeah, it's quite that list. I listened to it a few times. Yeah. At the end, I could hardly believe it. I know. We're, we're going to get a there. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. She's good, though. She's smart. Sometimes. She's with it. She's ready. Depends She's sober. on the day. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela, we have a website. What is it? Weddingconfessionals.com. We're on social media in five places. What are they? Facebook. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Pinterest. And TikTok. Yes, you nice. can find links to all that on the website. Also on the website, you can find show notes. A little tabby click on it. Anytime we talk about, like we just mentioned, um, his, wife's, yeah, his, his wife's business, that will be in the show notes. Yes. Click on that. Find it from there. Uh, we want everyone to send us your confessionals. We do. Keep them so coming. Good. Yes. We love all your family drama. We love all of your wackiness. Questions. Yes. Venting. Give it a drama. Keep, keep it coming. Yes. There are three ways that you can send us your confessionals. They're always anonymous. We will not reveal yes. your name, nope. any of your contact information. Also, if you are emailing us or sending us your phone number, we don't fucking use it. Like, what are we going to no. do with it? No. We're not like the weird algorithm robots. We're not. We're real human beings. They are. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the email address to send us your confessional is what, Pammy? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, if you're not really good at clickety clacking with typing, Pammy, what is the phone number to leave a voicemail? 434 yeah. 933 yes. 2663. Oh, you're getting so good at this, girl. <laughs> Genius. Genius. Mm. Again, we will not use your voice. We just transcribe it. So mm -hmm. it's very mysterious. Um, also, on the website, there's a tab you can click. What is it, Pam? Tell us your secrets. Yes. And there, there's a form. You get a little box for a name. We love a creative name. Yeah. Be and then silly. Underneath, fun. Yeah. And underneath, tapity tap and all of the crazy stuff. And then hit send. Super easy. Um, Pammy, we are available on the Apple Podcast app. It is the app that really pushes us to um, have ratings and reviews in order to move up in their little listing. Yes. Help us help other brides and grooms. The best way is to go and hit subscribe, hit review, tippy tapping in, and then put how many stars? Five stars. Five stars, y'all. All the way across. <laughs> A plus. Pammy, you're killing it. Besides Apple Podcast, Pammy. Oh boy. We'll try it. We'll do the, we'll do, I'm mean, liking doing the letter one. I think that kind of helps you. Okay. Two of the other podcast providers that have our podcast begin with the letter A besides Apple Podcasts. So two more Amazon and Audible. There are two that start with the letter C uh, Castro and Castbox. Two with the letter D Deezer and Downcast. Yes. Uh, one with G Google. One with I iHeartRadio. One with O. Overcast. One with L. Uh, listen notes? Yes, listen something. That's listen notes is correct. Okay. Um, and now we get into the P's. How many P's are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Let's see how many you get of the eight. Podbean. One. Player FM. Two. Podcast radio? Podcast, no. Podcast, oh, there's so many podcasts. Yeah. Um, podcast Land? Yes. Um, Something on your pants. It has... Pocket Cast. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, tropical Vacation. 
I like I like doing this because the next time you'll get it right because I'm making you kind of wacky right now. <laughs> Ooh, tropical vacation. I'm in a pod paradise. paradise. <laughs> we ended on that this one. This feels like an 80s like, game show. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones are Podtail Podcast Attic, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. Also using your lovely voice, say play the Wedding Confessionals podcast using Alexa and Siri. Boom. That's it. Nicely done. Julio. My pleasure. <laughs> Killed it. Love this. Yes. Romantic. The... Animal lover. Soon. Loves drinking wine. I do. Ugh. What a gem. I know. Anna D, you did well. <laughs> I did. lucked out. <laughs> Thank you for coming Thank on. you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> and Pammy, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kancherwitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.